Nvidia did better than its 16 billion US dollar sales expectation in the third quarter, announced a more than $4 profit per share, and predicted a revenue of 20 billion US dollars for the current quarter. But, but it was not enough to boost its share price in the after hours trading as investors were looking for a blast and all they got was just super strong results. Now the attention shifts to the UK's autumn statement that is due later today as Brits will shortly find out if Jeremy Hunt will lower their taxes, which taxes, by how much and how it will affect the bond prices and the pound. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So what do we start with? The feminist or the NVIDIA results or the autumn statement? Well, let's start with the Federal Reserve Minister, if you will, because it will be very, very quick indeed. The minutes from the Federal Reserve's latest monetary policy meeting show that the Federal Reserve members agreed altogether to proceed carefully with their future interest rate decisions. Now, carefully, carefully doesn't mean that the Fed's tightening is over. It simply means that the Fed members will proceed carefully and they will be looking at the economic data and the overall market conditions to decide whether they should continue hiking the interest rate, they should continue posing the interest rate hikes, or they should start cutting the interest rates. Now, note that most members at the Fed meeting continue to see upside risks to inflation, but but that cautious tone in the Fed minutes yesterday went completely, completely unheard as investors thought what upside rest in inflation the latest cpi was softer than expected having you seen that there is no more risk so the market reaction to the latest federal reserve minutes that were released yesterday was quite muted to well none really the u.s two-year yield remained little changed near the 4.90 percent level the u.s 10-year yield rebounded past the 4.40 percent level but is still around 60 basis points lower than the october peak and the SM P500, which is now trading in the overbought market conditions, retreated some 0.20% yesterday, and NASDAQ 100 index fell 0.60% from an almost two-year high that was hit just earlier this week, as investors didn't want to I'll do much before seeing the NVIDIA's much-expected quarterly results. And, well, NVIDIA's results were actually strong. I mean, they were really, really good. In fact, the company exceeded the 16 billion US dollar revenue forecast by 2 billion US dollars. They earned more than 18 billion US dollars for chips that they sold in the third quarter. They made more than $4 profit per share and they said that they will be earning around 20 billion US dollars this quarter. So that's not bad, but but the top forecast for this quarter was around 21 billion US dollar sales, so that was not met unfortunately and the share price fell in the after hours trading though they fell by less than 2% as investors actually couldn't really decide whether 
whether they should still buy the Nvidia shares and buy the fact that the company actually exceeded the sky high expectations for their sales, or they should just start thinking about selling the reality that the chip sales to China, for example, will slow this quarter revenue. And well, that's going to be weighing on uh, the share price and activity altogether. Although Nvidia stated that the decline due to China will be more than offset by strong growth in other regions of the world and that they are working to comply with the US regulations to well continue to export to China anyway. Now the thing is Nvidia is growing. It is growing fast. It has potential to grow further, but but the valuation of the company as of today is also sky high. Its price got multiplied by almost five since October 2022. At that October 2022 dip, one share of Nvidia was worth a little more than 100 US dollars. And at yesterday's close, we were just shy of the $500 level. The company has a PE ratio of around 120 versus a PE ratio of around 25 in average for the S&P 500 companies, and its market capitalization is more than one trillion US dollars more than Intel's. Intel, remember Intel, which used to be the world's biggest chip maker. So, the company is growing in summary, but that strong growth is already mostly priced in and out by investors, and we will probably not see a huge, huge profit taking today after the Nvidia's fantastic but not too fantastic results, but we will likely see some correction and some consolidation until further notice. And with that, so with the Nvidia earnings out of the way, the S&P 500 and Nasdaq futures are actually trading slightly in the negative this morning at the time I'm talking here, but but the market will likely digest the Federal Reserve minutes and the Nvidia results in a quite a calm mood really before the Thanksgiving holiday in the US. Where we will see a little bit more action though is the UK today because British Chancellor of Exchequer Jeremy Hunt will be making his autumn statement today a little bit later in the day and he will do his best to try to please the British voters by announcing tax cuts amid the slowing inflation in the UK. He will try to make the Tories, who actually lost a lot of support over the past year and so, and fell around well 20 uh, points behind Labour in the latest polls. Well, they will try to make Tories look great again, uh, while pursuing a hard-won economic stability after the list Trust mini-budget disaster in September wrecked Haywalk last year, remember, and also keep the country finances together to avoid another trust-style bond meltdown in the British bond market. So all eyes on Mr. Hunt today. Happily, happily for him, the guilt yields have been falling along with other major economies' bond yields since the October peak. So in the sense, the British 10-year yield tested the 4% support to the downside last Friday, and we are about that level just right now. British households are happy to see inflation slow in the UK. Rishi Sunak is on a cloud as he actually lives up with a bit of luck to his promise to halve inflation in the UK by the year end. And investors actually think that the Bank of England is also done hiking the interest rates. And well, like the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank, the Bank of England is also expected to start cutting its rates by 
May next year, to which the Bank of England governor, Mr. Bailey, replies, saying that if the market conditions loosen too fast, well, they may have to raise the interest rates yet again. But for now, cable advanced to 125.60 level yesterday, and that was on the back of a broadly softer US dollar. Now, a too generous autumn statement in terms of pleasing the British voters could actually revive the inflation expectations for the UK. That would actually tame the Bank of England dose. The letter could, in fact, trigger a sell-off in British gills, push the yields higher, and hence help sterling extend its gains against the US dollar and maybe pave the way for a further advance toward the 1.27 level in cable if, if of course, the market doesn't see Jeremy Hunt's project, tax cut project, as absurd and unrealist. Yet, cable's upside potential also uh, depends on the US dollar's downside potential at this point because the US dollar, which came under a decent, decent bearish pressure since the beginning of November, uh, remember, is now near the oversold market territory and actually means that the sell-off in the US dollar could soon bottom out given the Federal Reserve's cautious tone uh, faced with the significant decline that we saw in the US long-term bond yields over the past couple of weeks. Elsewhere, while the euro dollar sees resistance above a major Fibonacci resistance near the 109.55 mark, gold is testing the $2,000 per ounce resistance this morning as investors actually choose to move towards safety into the long Thanksgiving holiday in the US, while US crude sees resistance at the 200-day moving average, and it looks like Saudi will have to cut more than another 1 million barrel per day to send the price of oil significantly and sustainably higher. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please do not forget to hit the like button to let us know that you actually do enjoy these videos. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.